Part 1 Learning to Listen Chapter 1 Ryland's Creation I'm not looking for love on the 4th of July in 2003, but as they say, that's exactly when you find it. In June 2003, I ended a year-long relationship with a boy I met during my sophomore year at the University of California, San Diego. Like me, he was a communications major, but unlike me, who has found an internship at the local news station here at home, he's taken off for the summer in New York to pursue his dreams of finding work in theater. My friend Tammy, an upbeat coworker at a local chain restaurant, has made a summer project of helping me to get over my heartbreak. I have to give her credit. She's doing a great job. Oh, good, she says as I climb into her passenger seat. What's good? You're in flip-flops. We'll have to park and walk a while. Pacific Beach is one of the most happening spots in all of San Diego, especially on the height of summertime holidays. After we find parking, it takes us 30 minutes on foot to make our way to the sand. We're sweltering by the time we spot the roped-off property that a group of friends from work has reserved. When a round of margaritas makes it our way, Tammy and I toast and giggle over the first salty sip. I scan the scene. Thousands of young, excitable, beautiful people packed up and down the San Diego coast. Around us, they laugh and dance and pose for photos. Then, my eyes land on a group standing next to us. Good-looking guys, all tan and fit. My eyes fix on one in particular. He's tall with dark hair, green eyes, and muscular broad shoulders. He's gorgeous. I lean into Tammy. Look at him, I say. The one in the gray t-shirt? Yeah, I know. No, I point inconspicuously. The taller one. Just then he glances over. He just caught me pointing, I whisper. Tammy and I burst out laughing. Secretly, I'm glad he busted me. Gradually, his group hovers into a circle around ours, and he and I begin to chat. His name is Jeff, he tells me. He's 26, five years older than I am, and has just finished his master's degree in industrial technology at Cal Poly on the Central Coast. He's been working as an EMT and doing some real estate on the side with his dad, but he's considering going into a field where he can be hands-on in helping people full-time, paramedic training, the fire academy, or maybe even medical school. Instantly, I'm intrigued. I like Jeff's ambition and the fact that he likes to be the one helping people. Our attraction is instant and mutual. The ocean water is warm and glimmering with sunshine when he invites me to join him for a swim. But after a few minutes, his friends holler down to him. They're leaving to host a house party that night. I follow his lead out of the water and whisper to Tammy, who's waiting at my towel. We have to join them. Fortunately, she and Jeff's friend have hit it off too. When we arrive, his smile lights something inside me. This is what they mean when they talk about love at first sight. As he and I stay close at the party and talk, it's clear that he's ready for the same things I've always dreamed of. To find someone to share life with, to share a home and start a family. The first few dates solidify my feelings for Jeff. I open up to tell him about the problems in my family, mainly my older brother who's been struggling with a serious drug problem since we were teenagers. Jeff listens quietly with great patience and understanding, and when he responds, he's thoughtful, kind, and intelligent. He's the eldest of three boys, very responsible, and he loves to take charge and manage everything. Jeff always chooses the right thing to do. 
and over time, I find a deep sense of security in him. He's the first man who's ever made me feel safe, an experience I have never felt in my life, definitely not in dating. I trust him to make sure nothing bad will happen to me, to protect me. Over the next couple of months, I grow more and more sure that Jeff is everything I've ever wanted in a man, but because I know right away that I'm going to marry him, I can feel myself coming on too strong, and so can he. He's used to being a bachelor who lives on the beach, and I observe that maybe he would prefer to remain free to do whatever he wants. Three months into our relationship, in October, Jeff's birthday arrives. Not knowing where we stand or whether he wants me to be a part of it, I decide to break things off. I tell him that if someone doesn't reciprocate my feelings, I can only continue to give for so long. Because I can't be completely cruel, I leave the gift that I'd bought him, a surf shirt, outside his door.